Hey everyone, welcome back to Watch Time. Today's episode, we're gonna be talking about Instagram TV. Now, Kathy Zip and I actually recorded this podcast pre the coronavirus, and we decided not to post it because we wanted to get more content to you that was relevant to what was going on at the time. Well, after doing some keyword research and looking at Google Trends and just doing some different Google searches, I found that Instagram and Instagram TV is a trending topic right now. With so many people at home and so many people looking for ways to grow their business, I feel like they're really trying to reach into different social media channels, and one of those channels is Instagram. At Flex Media, we've always had clients that have wanted to leverage social media and video to try and grow their business. And it always amazed me whenever we would talk to current clients or prospects and I would bring up Instagram TV, they always had the same question. What is Instagram TV? So if you have that same question, on today's episode, we're going to be talking about where Instagram TV is located in the app, how you can build a channel, and how you can grow your following. And just for everyone out there that may have already started an Instagram TV channel or maybe posted a few videos, this is not just a general overview. We're going to be talking about not just entry level and how to get into the app. We're going to be talking about different things that you may or may not have heard of. And don't worry about writing everything down. We actually put a blog together recently. It's on our Flex Media blog page. I'm going to link it in the show notes. Everything we're going to talk about today will be on that blog, along with a nice little cheat sheet for reference when you're creating videos. It'll show you things like aspect ratio and file size and things that you want to keep in mind when you're shooting your videos. So let's dive into the world of Instagram TV. Stick around. You're listening to Watch Time, supercharged video marketing tips for the savvy small business owner and the modern mid-market professional with Flex Media's Kathy Zip and Bill Barona. Okay, welcome back to Watch Time. How's everybody doing out there? So, Bill, we have a birthday today. Oh, really? Whose birthday? It's Instagram's birthday. Instagram is turning 10 years old in 2020, and it's actually perfect because it seemed like from some of the things that we had posted on social media that Instagram was a topic that a lot of you had a lot of questions about. Yeah, definitely. Uh, We were trying to do a little bit more and posting in our story and on our Facebook channel because we want to get relevant topics from you, and one of the questions was, what is IGTV and do you want to learn more about it? And I'd say an overwhelming, it was at least 20 some people overwhelmingly said that they wanted to. And I think there was maybe like two that said they weren't interested in the topic. So you guys spoke and we are here to answer IGTVs coming at you. Yeah. And uh, that's so helpful when, you know, we know that a lot of you have a common question around a, a, a similar topic, then we know that, you know, we're hopefully delivering really helpful information for you. So that leads us to the question, what is IGTV and how do you use it for your business? Yeah. So um, for those of you that are listening, you're probably listening because you don't know what it is. Or if you do know what it is, you're confused because there's been quite a bit of confusion. We talk to a lot of clients and we'll, we always ask them before we even get started, where is this video going? What platform? How are we delivering the content? And um, I always bring up IGTV and I would say a majority of our clients stare blankly at uh, us and they're just like, what, what is IGTV? Like, are you saying HGTV? Are we talking about like flip this house or something? <laughs> yes, we're bringing tie in. Move the bus. Oh, wait, that's ABC. Um, but uh Yeah, so basically IGTV, it was launched in 2018, and um, it was launched by Instagram. And the idea behind it was they were trying to create a direct response to YouTube. 
Uh, Facebook had seen the power of video on its platform. It's seen the power of video in the standard posts on Instagram, and it just thought it was time to jump on this bandwagon. Part of it was, uh, as well, there was a lot of rumors going around in 2018 that, and it probably wasn't rumors, probably more true, but that Facebook was running out of ad space for people that were trying to buy ads. So they were trying to look for a new way to be able to create more ad space so they could make more money and more, you know, generate more revenue through ads. And um, at this point in time, IGTV does not have monetization, so you cannot run ads as part of your videos. You can't, um, you know, be part of that like you can on YouTube. Um, so that is something that I guess when you look at it from the perspective of that's why Facebook jumped on board, it might not necessarily be, or it just might've taken them a while to perfect it because IGTV has gone through a lot of variations. Right. And a part of that was that it was originally uh, created for vertical video. Is that correct? Yeah. So, and, and actually it was created for vertical video. The idea was uh, vertical video was going to be king and because that, of on your phone, it's shaped vertically, literally. Yeah. So many people like just pick that phone up and start recording. And um, I think as we go through this more, some of the things that we found out, you'll see that it didn't quite take off the way they thought it was going to. So um, one thing that they definitely had decided to do was they wanted to launch a standalone app. And I think they quickly found out that that wasn't the best way to go about doing this because Instagram already had a ton of followers and um, like people already had a ton of followers on Instagram. A lot of people had the Instagram app. So to make somebody download a secondary app and then launch that app to be able to watch IGTV was kind of a problem. It's not only a problem for um, Instagram in general, but it's also a problem for those uh, creatives that are actually trying to create content for the app because it's just not effective for people to leave the app. That's right. how a lot of these apps are designed. Um, Facebook, they like to keep you inside Facebook. YouTube wants to keep you on YouTube. So to actually have them leave is a problem. Right. So, you know, because one, one question I had was a lot of people don't realize, you know, it's, it's like you have you can take video in your regular um, Instagram Mm -hmm. uh, posting, mm -hmm. but then you can also take video with IGTV and, you know, it's like, when do you use what? And I know, I know that one differentiator is the length of the video that you can post, um, on your Instagram versus the IGTV. Yeah. And that's really, what's interesting is for those of you that are hardcore Instagram users, you're probably used to, uh, the 15 second, uh, Instagram story. You're probably used to the one minute Instagram, um, uh, newsfeed video and with IGTV it really opens it up to allow users to upload 15 minutes of video from a mobile device and then 60 minutes of video from the web. They actually have a uh, place you can launch from the web browser and upload longer form videos uh, not from your phone. So if you have a message that's longer than a minute or if you are um, trying to tell a story that maybe you can't unfold in a minute you know, this is really a great option for you. Um, one thing with that to keep in mind is um, the video file types that you can use as an MP4. So if you are using QuickTime or if you're using AVIs, you're going to have to convert that to an MP4 in order to use it in the platform. Um, and that's different for IGTV rather than like when you're just taking a video for Instagram, regular Instagram. Well, yeah. So 
I guess that's more so with the actual file type, that's gonna be more for users that are trying to not necessarily use their phone, but they're actually going to be using a uh, some type of camera system. Uh, a lot of times you can get by with doing a lot of things with your phone. We have been doing a ton of things with our phone as of recently. And a lot of that isn't, I mean, we have cameras that we can use and a lot of it isn't because we don't want to use our cameras. It's because I want to be able to talk to our clients and say, we've done it with our phone. You can do it with yours. Because I think the most common misconception there is we're a video production company or video marketing company. And we have this equipment at our disposal and our clients do not. And it's I, easier for us or something. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I just want them to understand that like we are trying to not only do it from how can we do it professionally with our equipment but we're also doing it from the perspective of we're doing it from where you would be and we can pull that off so if you are doing it with a different camera do make sure you're keeping that mp4 format in order to upload and then there's different um, things to know about the resolution and size of the video too for hgtv yeah i mean you can up upload vertical video as we discussed when it originally came out and what that basically is Video itself, um, HD video is in what's called a um, 16 by 9 aspect ratio. And essentially, that's like a widescreen format. It's that uh, rectangle that you're watching on YouTube. And the vertical video, essentially, you're just flipping it. So it's 9 by 16. Um, it's pretty straightforward. Actually, there are a lot of great tools we'll discuss a little bit more in this podcast that you can use to try and uh, make that work if you are actually going to try and use uh a non-vertical video and you want to maintain vertical and not have uh, the platform actually auto-adjust. Um, but one thing that uh, you do want to make sure as well, and this is kind of on the techie side, um, and it may not mean much to you, but definitely if you're using like your phone settings, you're going to want 30 frames per second. So some of these phones, phones can shoot 24 frames per second. And basically all that does, so you know, is that's the frame rate of film. So a lot of people will use that because it's more cinematic. But Instagram is only accepting 30 frames. So make sure when you are setting your phone settings or your camera settings that you're keeping it at that actual frame rate. And then you also want to keep a minimum resolution of 720 pixels, which is basically 720, it's HD, it's 720p. And um, you don't want to go over a maximum file size, I believe, of uh, 3.6 gigs. And that would be for your 60-minute videos. And your 15-minute videos, you want to be around 650 megabytes. And all of this stuff, we're going to have links in the show notes. So you'll be able to see where we pulled a lot of this information from. So if you're, not, if you're in the car or if you're at the gym and you're not writing this down, don't worry about it. We'll definitely put these uh, links out there so you can get some more information. Yeah, don't get in an accident trying to grab a pen. We will post this for you later. And most of the stuff was all pulled off Instagram's website. So they're not trying to hide it. They want to make sure that you're successful on their platform. They want to make sure that you're using it correctly because they want you to start engaging with more users and they want you to start bringing more fans to your page and more fans to Instagram. So let's talk about who those fans and users are. There's a, a pretty strong demographic with some of the other social platforms. Um, there may be more of a... a wide range of people using it. But with Instagram, you're really dealing with a younger audience. Yeah. I mean, that's one thing you, with any social platform, do some research and find out who's actually there. I mean, you need to know your audience before you really do anything. A lot of people just start shooting videos and throwing content up all over the place. And I mean, I don't want to hinder anybody from starting. Definitely get started. Don't you know, don't try and be perfect because if you try and be perfect, you're never going to create anything, but just understand the platform you're going to and who's actually there. And with Instagram, uh, what we're finding is that 
people under 40 are usually using Instagram, and that was actually put out by Social Media Examiner. If you're not familiar with them, they actually put on Social Media Marketing World every year, and they're a real reliable source. Um, and we're also finding that not only people under 40 that are using this, but it's the second most preferred app to teenagers after Snapchat. So if you don't want to get involved in Snapchat, if that's not your thing, if you're not trying to necessarily, you know, create snaps, but you want to create content that's going to last longer, Instagram's the place to be. I think that's funny because Snapchat is my favorite social media platform to use personally, and I'm in my 30s, so my social media age must be that I'm a teenager. I'm 16. You're Generation Z at heart. I'm, I'm <laughs> Generation Z at heart, yes. Um, and then another thing to really consider is the United States is the biggest user of Instagram. So if your goal is to hit more international users, Instagram might not be the platform for you, but it may also be something to consider as part of your strategy because you still have people there that are not from the United States. Um, and that's actually from Social Sprout. And so that's another reliable source that you want to take a look at. And we'll have all these linked so you can see. Um, one thing that I do want to mention is that only 16% of marketers have actually reported using IGTV. And that's uh, so with that, a lot of people might say, well, only 16% of marketers are using it. It's a waste of my time because they're not using it. So it must not be effective. And I, I wouldn't look at it that way. And the reason I bring the stat up is mainly because there's so much information out there and you're going to see that and you're just going to say, you know what, I'm out. I'm going to go back to Facebook. I'm going to go to or, uh, to YouTube. But the reality of it is don't look at this as a negative. Look at this as an opportunity for you because there's not as much noise on that platform. There's not as many people that are creating content. So it'll allow you to be more of an early adopter. And that's huge for you because when you, as a company, when you're trying to reach new people, go someplace where you don't have to cut through as much noise. You're still going to have to cut through the noise no matter what, because there's always going to be content coming out. There's always going to be competitors that you're going to have to be able to tell a story and bring these viewers in. But when you're competing with less companies and less people, and there's not as much content to go around, Instagram's going to push that organically because they're trying to make their platform look robust. I mean, they're trying to basically create a response to YouTube. It's not there, but they're going to want to put content out. And if your content's there, that's what they're going to push. Right. I mean, it really is new, even though Instagram's only been around for or has been around for 10 years. The horizontal video has only been around since 2019. So there's still, like you said, a lot of people learning to use the platform. So hopefully by educating yourself through this podcast and other resources, you can become an early adopter and really make um, gain some traction in that space when maybe your competitors aren't. I'm really glad that you brought that up, Kathy, because I think that's one misconception people don't know is when IGTV came out in 2018, they launched as a vertical video platform. And what was happening was Instagram found that the vertical learning curve was too steep. There were people that were creating content for YouTube and Facebook, and it wasn't, you know, it wasn't vertical, it was horizontal video. And how can we get those people to create content on this platform? They tried to force vertical. That's what it kind of felt like. And you can't do that. And um, so a response to that in 2019 was they actually allow horizontal video and you can just upload it as horizontal. When you turn your phone sideways, it'll actually auto adjust. The horizontal video will fill up the screen and it's it's a better user experience um, for people that like that. Some people don't like watching vertical video. It can be a little um, different. It depends. And I feel like some of the content I saw, people were kind of cutting corners because they wanted to be on the platform, but they didn't want to make vertical video. 
Right. So that'll kind of bring us into some other updates and changes that have kind of happened. Even though Instagram TV is only a couple years old, they've actually gone through quite a bit of changes, the horizontal video being one of them. Another one of the changes that um, they went through is actually a channel preview. And Instagram thought that it would be best if when you posted a video to IGTV, they would create a channel preview, which you had the option of putting in your regular newsfeed. That way, when people are scrolling through the feed, they can see a one minute preview of your video. And then there's a, but at the end, there's a button that pops up and it says, you know, to watch more, go to IGTV, you click it, it takes you over to IGTV, you get to watch the rest of the video. So it's effortless. Um, and um, there is a little trick to that. You definitely want to pay attention to the aspect ratio. Um, for vertical and how you're uploading because if you're trying to get um, captions in there, you're trying to get titles in there, graphics, it might get cut off. So that may take a little bit of playing around with. I think you can get some more information on that from Instagram's website. I actually didn't prepare that for the podcast um, just because that's a completely different, it's part of the subject, but it's not as important as what we're actually going to cover today, which is quite a bit of content. And um, I will say since Instagram had started doing that, they actually saw a 300% increase in the number of views in videos that were posted to IGTV by creating a channel preview because people are already scrolling through the channel. Right. It's that's. I mean, that is huge. It's, it's kind of as people get used to to looking at IGTV, you know, it was a good way to kind of draw them in. So that was a smart move on, on your part, Instagram. Oh, yeah. And I mean, another thing coming up for 2020 to look forward to is monetization, which we were talking about earlier. So... Um, they are going to be releasing monetization. So if you want to be able to enable ads and be able to get paid for your content, that is on its way. They're still trying to roll that out slowly. Um, the big thing with that is they're going to test that on other channels that are more prominent. So like your people like Netflix and Gary Vee, people that have been on there and have quite a bit of a following before they start releasing it to everybody. But that is on its way. So if you're trying to make money off of creating Instagram videos, you're going to be able to do that. And, you know, really, it's smart for Instagram because you have a lot of content creators out there that are making content for YouTube, making content for Facebook, and they just haven't made IGTV content because they don't see the value. Even influencers on Instagram, they don't, don't necessarily see the value because they're not getting paid for ads and they have a huge following. So when I said earlier about you know 16% of marketers are only using it and you can cut through that noise, now's the time to start creating that content because once monetization gets released and once all these people jump on board, there's going to be content on this platform like crazy. And if you can already be on there, be established, have videos that people can watch, that's going to be huge for you. You're going to have a good following. Got to get on there. So speaking of that, mm -hmm. how do you go about starting an IGTV channel? Well, so this has kind of gone through some different transformations since 2018 as well. Um, you actually needed the app at one point, the IGTV app. You actually don't need that anymore. So it's actually real simple. Basically, you're going to open up your Instagram app. And um, after you open it up, you're going to go to the search feature at the bottom. When you click on that, you'll see in the upper left corner the IGTV logo. You'll click on that. and It'll basically take you over from the Instagram search to the IGTV search within the app. And then in the upper right-hand corner, you can click a plus sign. It'll ask you to upload a video. You click on your video. It'll give you options. You can upload a cover photo. You can upload a title, description, hashtags. And um, from there, you'll hit post. And then it'll give you the option to post on Facebook as well. And then, boom, you have an IGTV video. And then now when you go back to your channel, 
you'll see before where you had your actual feed and then your tags, what you were tagged in. Now there'll be a third button in the middle that'll say IGTV and people can toggle between all three. So we will also share that on the blog. So no need to write that down. You can see that later. Yeah. And it's kind of nice that they did away with the app. I mean, they still have the app, but from what I could tell, because before we did this podcast, I want to do a little bit of research and see if there were advantages to using the app. And best I could tell so far is the app basically is Instagram. I mean, you it opens up the IGTV feed automatically versus Instagram opens up the Instagram feed. But you can go from within the IGTV app, you can go from the IGTV feed to the Instagram feed. And you can go back and forth. And the same thing on the Instagram app to the IGTV feed. So best I can tell so far, um, you don't really need it. If anybody listening does know differently and they've seen an advantage, please, please, please reach out to us and tell me because I will make sure it's put in the show notes and we make sure we update everybody on it. But as far as I could tell so far, there's not a lot of uh, value in actually downloading the app. However, there is lots of value in using IGTV, which we kind of touched on already. Um, but what are some other uh, points of value or benefits for businesses if they're looking into using IGTV? We already talked about how you know videos get a, a preview in the feed and it, it, um, it's getting pushed because Instagram wants more people to get on IGTV, mm-hmm. but there's other benefits too. Yeah. One thing I do want to throw out there and just just understand right away, like, I know we mentioned this in the beginning, but just know that um, IGTV is not for everybody. So um, don't shy away from it, but don't necessarily go all in. Make a few videos, test it out, see how your market reacts. Um, But there are a few things if you're going to be doing this that you want to consider. And basically the value in having an IGTV channel is it will allow you, besides the preview in your feed and people being able to have longer content, you're also going to be able to use hashtags um, on your video. And why that's important is on Instagram, you can actually follow a hashtag. So if you have a specific hashtag that relates to your industry and you want those people to pick up your video, that's one benefit. Another thing is that it is a newer platform and there is opportunities for you to be an early adopter like we were talking about. And you can create content for that channel that um, you know other people aren't creating. You're filling a need for people that are using IGTV or maybe that they're coming across your videos and they're learning about you. Um, if you're trying to reach the younger demographic, like we said, this is a great place to start. If your following is bigger on Instagram than any of your other channels, this is another great place to create video content. You know, still create content for YouTube and Facebook, but if your following is so much bigger here, why would you not put your videos here? It just, it makes sense. Um, Yeah, go where your audience is, follow your audience. Yeah, and I mean, that's, I mean, honestly, that's really with with anything, you know, a lot of people will be like, what platform should we be on? And honestly, like, yeah, look and do some research to see where your following is, but, you know, like your actual demographic is, but if you have a bigger following on Facebook, then be on Facebook. Right. It can get overwhelming, but I think looking at it that way um, is, a, is a good way to kind of prioritize where you're putting content. If you have a visual product or a service, um, you know, and you see it on there, you, you follow people that are showing off, you know, actual products, clothing, jewelry, um, if they're making food, anything like that, Instagram is a great place to be. So definitely take advantage of IGTV. Another thing you can do is if you have another social media channel where you're creating longer form content like YouTube, or maybe if you're doing it for your website, you can take some of that content and you can kind of like 
whittle it down. So maybe you take a segment. So you have this whole YouTube video that's 15 to 20 minutes long and you're talking about this how-to process or you're talking about features of a product. Well, you can chop that up and you can maybe take a two to three minute segment of it and throw them into different videos on IGTV. So maybe you just talk about this one feature in this video and then you have another video where you talk about a different feature. And that might be good because if you have a product that maybe has features or even a service that you have you offer, but maybe they're good for, you know, this service that we offer is good for this person. This feature is more important to this person. So you create content that's speaking to that specific person. So that's another great thing to look at. So now that we know how to create an IGTV channel and we understand more about the value that it offers, let's talk about how to actually grow that channel. One thing to remember, there are a lot of principles that apply uh, to all channels. Um, some of these are specific to IGTV that we're going to talk about, but you know, don't be afraid to try and apply some of these to Facebook and YouTube if you think that they're useful. So one thing that you want to look at is um, inform users from other platforms that you are currently using that, hey, I have an IGTV channel. Come on over and watch my stuff. I mean, and that goes with anything. I mean, right there, anytime you start a new channel, a, a newsletter, whatever it may be, try and in engage all of your followers and let them know, hey, we're doing this. If you like following us, if you support us, come on over and check it out. Because likely people are on different platforms as well. So they're, they might be on, you know, on IGTV and uh, not know that you're also moving to that platform. And another thing to consider is the one minute preview in your Instagram feed. I know we, we talked about that Instagram is giving you this opportunity. So take advantage of it. You know, like I'd mentioned before, we're not going to dive into what the actual aspect ratio is for the square and where you want to place things in the vertical video. But Take advantage of that. Make sure that it's showing up appropriately in the feed where people are seeing it. It's catching their attention and it'll lead them to your video. Another way to grow your channel um, from Instagram is actually in your Instagram story. So for those of you that are familiar with Instagram, you know that when you're watching a story, you often will see somebody post something that says swipe up for the link and you swipe up and it links you to wherever you're going. Well, that's typically uh, reserved for people with 10,000 plus followers. What Instagram has gone and done to try and get you more engagement on your videos is anybody who has an IGTV channel can put that feature on their story. So now you can say, hey, just dropped a new IGTV video. And then right at the bottom, it says swipe up and it'll actually just take you right over to your IGTV. So that's a great way to get some uh, exposure using your story. And of course, this isn't a podcast on stories, but some basic story principles to keep in mind is using hashtags, you know, tagging locations, um, tagging other people so they can repost, make sure you use GIFs. Uh, the hashtags are huge because you show up on the hashtag story. So if you use, you know, hashtag marketing, you're going to show up on hashtag marketing story. If you use, you know, locations, Cleveland's location, you're going to show up on Cleveland, Ohio's location story. Um, by tagging people, you know, and they repost it. That's just other people, their followers now see, and they can tap on the actual story and go to yours, and then they can swipe up. And then obviously with the gifts, you're creating, you know, trying to catch people's attention, creating intrigue, um, maybe saying, you know, like, you know, check this out with arrows down to the bottom, pointing to that swipe up, things like that. So just make sure you're applying a lot of those uh, Instagram story principles, which I'm sure we will probably do a podcast on in the future because that I feel like is the next most confusing thing that people have with Instagram. And another thing that I think people get confused on, I know I do sometimes, is um, 
with your Facebook stories, since Facebook and Instagram gram are linked, you know, should you be doing two separate stories or does one show up on the other? So basically um, what I do and or what Flex Media does actually is um, we have our Facebook page linked. So there are some people, um, I'm not one of those people, but they prefer to watch, look at Facebook stories. And maybe it's, it's actually kind of a cool thing. Um, some people would argue that it's maybe creating content that's native to that. Um, I don't think it's necessary. Me personally, I've seen a good return on just, you know, having that button switched on where it says post us to our Facebook story. Um, it's kind of a cool thing because there are users on Facebook that don't use Instagram. Now, this may not, you know, be the best post for that. I would still post it there because somebody that doesn't have Instagram might see swipe up for story. And obviously they're not going to be able to do that on Facebook. Um, as far as I, I know, I've never actually tried it. But um, so they might not be on Instagram, so it might not be useful, but you might be able to attract one of your users to the Instagram platform. And maybe they'll go there to watch your video. The last thing you can do to try and grow your IGTV channel is cross-promoting with other social media platforms. And if you're not doing this already, this is outside of IGTV, you should be doing it. We do it at Flex Media all the time. We don't post the same piece of content to every channel, but we might try and direct people over to specific channels. Like, hey, we had a video drop on IGTV, go check it out. Or, hey, here's a little segment from YouTube on Facebook, and we say, hey, see the full video on YouTube. So. There are different things you can do to let your viewers know, hey, we did a video over here. Or, hey, we're going to be going live over here. So make sure you're cross-promoting. So let's talk about some other you know, must-dos or need-to-knows when it comes to IGTV. I know a big one is that the default is set to silent. So like with our videos, we actually um, need to include captions that are burnt into the video. And we use different services such as Canva, which I use to fake um, being a graphic designer a lot. And I think a lot of people are familiar with, but there's a variety of ways that you can actually um, include those captions into the video. Yeah. And that is something that uh, Canva is a great tool. A lot of people are not aware of. And um, there's actually a great video that Ben Amos put out on his YouTube channel. If you don't know who Ben Amos is, he is the guy who is running the Engage Video Marketing Podcast. And he is phenomenal with what he does. And he is trying to up his YouTube game this year. And I've seen some really cool videos from him. And one is actually on how you can use Canva and a service called, I think, I think it's QICC.io. And we've actually been using that service too. And uh, basically what you can do is without any video editing software, just using your phone, you can record a video, go to Canva, create a background, put it in the correct aspect ratio for IGTV or Instagram Square or whatever you're looking to do. And then you can actually put a title on it, some graphics, and then you can take it to QICC.io and then you can actually allow that service to listen to your video pretty much. It's going to create captions. You can actually go back through, watch it, edit the captions, make sure they're correct. And then you can actually burn them into the video. So this way people don't turn them on and off. So when you do post a video, and this isn't just for IGTV. I mean, you could do this on Facebook. You can do this for LinkedIn. But um, when people actually see it, they start to see the captions. And if they see something that catches their eye, then they can go ahead and turn the audio on or continue to read. And it's really a great way to grab attention without actually having audio. That's an imp important point, I think, too, just again with like other platforms you were talking about, too, that a lot of people are scrolling, you know, maybe um, at work or, or on their um, on their phone during a meeting even. And so that's kind of why these social media platforms, you know, mute the um, mute the video and then put the captions on there. And 
yeah, I, I think, you know, depending on your captions, that could generate interest in people actually stopping the scroll and then unmuting and actually listening to your video. But even if they're not and they can't, you know, have audio at that moment, um, then it's good that they're still getting your message through the, the text. And another thing to consider, too, outside of that is if you don't want to go to all the trouble of burning in the captions, I, I do recommend you do. At least give it a try. You know, we test a lot of things when we put videos out. So maybe test it that way and see your response and then test it without and see what happens. But another option, if you don't want to go that route, would be um, in Canva, you can actually add some graphics, maybe adding one of those sound on graphics so people know like, hey, we're saying something interesting, turn the sound on. Um, you can definitely add that to the burnt in caption ones as well. So if you want people to actually listen to your voice and see what you're saying, um, another thing that you can actually do is uh, there's an app that uh, I found recently. It's called the Cut Story app. And I'm sure there are many more. I just came across this app and started playing with it because I was curious, like, what can we tell our clients maybe they can use for free so they don't have to have video editing software. And this Cut Story app, if you don't want to use Canva, will actually allow you to take your video and put it in the correct aspect ratio. So if you want it in Instagram Square, if you want it in vertical for IGTV, if you want to actually be able to just change the aspect ratio for whatever reason, wherever you're putting it, because maybe you want to add text, it will allow you to do that. So definitely check out that app and see there are paid versions of that app, but you can download it for free and at least change the aspect ratio. And not to go into a um, deep dive of this because this can be another topic, but just again, you know, you all, when you're posting video, you always want to make sure that you are thinking about your message and you're hooking your audience. So some things to consider when um, you're actually doing your video, you want to think about, you know, what is this video about? Why should your audience keep watching? And then, you know, also you never want to lose sight of your audience. So who is this video for? and then how long it'll be. So I know that video length is a hot topic and something that doesn't quite have a silver bullet answer, um, but it's something you should keep in mind. Yeah, definitely. And with that, how long will it be? Like that's something that I have played around with when I do videos because a lot of times you don't see them too, many, too much on our Instagram videos or our Facebook videos, but I do it on uh, actual videos that I'm sending to clients through email. You know, I always tell them, like, I just made this quick five-minute video for you. I just made this quick seven-minute video for you. And the reason I do that is because I want to let them know up front, like, I need seven minutes of your time. And if I have hooked them appropriately, they are going to be willing to give me those seven minutes, but at least they know ahead of time, like, oh, Okay, seven minutes. I can I can give that to him. I want to know what he has to say. So that's something you definitely want to keep in mind. So don't be afraid to tell people like, you know, when you're putting together your Instagram TV video or any video for that matter on social, like, you know, five minutes, I can do this for you. I know uh, Peter McKinnon, he's a YouTuber. I don't know if anybody is that's listening has actually watched his videos. If not, check him out. He's got an energy that is just absolutely amazing. And um, he used to do these things called Two Minute Tuesdays. And he'd get up there and he'd say, okay, we're going to do this for a two minute Tuesday. Let's put the time on the clock and let's go. And he would try and do it in two minutes. And that's something you can consider too. Like if you're posting videos on IGTV, you'd say, you know, come up with a terminology or something like a two minute Tuesday, maybe do it with five minutes. Let's see if I can explain this to you in five minutes or less. Let's put the time on the clock and go. So don't be afraid to use time. That's a great way to tell your viewers up front, hey, this is what I need from you. Um, and then also make sure you're using relevant hashtags in your description. That is a big deal. A lot of people don't understand this. And basically what that is, is 
don't use hashtags that are barely used, but don't use hashtags that are super popular. My rule of thumb is if there are more than 500,000 posts on that hashtag, don't use it because it's getting posted to all the time and you're not going to get picked up. There's too many posts coming out. You know, a lot of people use hashtag marketing. Hashtag marketing is used over a million times. So you get lost in that. I mean, don't be afraid to add that if you're doing a bunch of hashtags, but don't also like assume that you're going to get viewers off of that. And then also don't use hashtags that have less than a thousand posts because that means people aren't following them and they're not checking them more than likely. So if it has over a thousand posts, but under 500,000 posts, that's the hashtag for you. Unless, and this is a big unless, and this is something you have to determine for yourself, you're creating a new hashtag. If you're creating a new hashtag, like if we were going to do hashtag Flex Media CLE, that's obviously not going to have a thousand posts or over a thousand posts on it, but you're trying to put everything in one place. So like if we were to do, say, you know, if you wanted to do, you were selling shoes and you wanted to do, you know, hashtag IGTV shoes, and that may already be used. I don't know if it is. I'm sorry, but just as an example, you know, now you can tell your customers or your viewers Go to hashtag IGTV shoes and you can find all my videos right there. Um, another thing, too, is if you live in an area that is using a new hashtag, we actually we're in Cleveland, but we're in the Parma, Ohio area. And a new hashtag around here is hashtag meet me in Parma. So if I'm posting something, obviously, hashtag meet me in Parma has only been around for the last year. It's not going to have a ton of people posting to it. So if you're trying to get on a hashtag that's new into the area, that's the difference. So those are two exceptions to that rule. Um, and I guess let's talk about a couple of successful IGTV channels for you to check out because there are definitely some different brands out there that are doing things effectively. And if you study what they're doing, you could uh, learn from them. So, yeah, what I what I like about this list of companies and, and it's it's by no means, you know, the in complete list of people that are using Instagram well or companies that are. Um, but. I like that they all kind of offer something different. So you have Bacardi. I mean, that is, that's a product, and uh, you're, they're finding ways to uh, use IGTV for that. And then you have National Geographic. National Geographic, I think, does a great job of social media overall. Um, I mean, they're a very visual um, magazine, so I, I always love seeing the pictures of animals, and, I mean, they gets me every time. But they've done a nice job of, you know, using the video and IGTV for their audience as well. And then BuzzFeed is more of, you know, a new site. They're making use of IGTV. And then Netflix too. And, you know, you may think like, oh, well, it's easy for Netflix because they do video anyway. But I, I would really recommend checking out how each of these types of companies is using IGTV in different ways. And then if any of that could apply to your business and how you could incorporate some of those strategies as well. Yeah, BuzzFeed's something that I think would actually be a really good example because if, if anybody is familiar with BuzzFeed and, um, you know, if, I'm sure you've probably seen a lot of their Facebook uh, videos that they put out there. They do a lot of that, like where they're creating videos over the top where you see people's hands and see people building things. And um, it's kind of a, uh, kind of a neat channel. Um, they do more than just that. They're a news channel as well, but uh, in more of a blog, but uh, definitely check out them as as well. I think they do a great job additionally, as well as National Geographic on visuals. But um, I know we, we promised to keep these things around 30 to 40 minutes, and we are coming up on that right now. So we did have a lot of ground to cover. That's why it's a little bit longer of an episode. But we definitely want to hear from you. Hopefully we answered most people's questions. If we did not, 
please info at flexmediacle.com. Send us an email, shoot us a comment on our social media and just tell us, hey, you know, I wanted to learn more about this or can you talk more about this or I'm still confused about this on IGTV and we'll do our best to answer any questions you have. And if we get enough questions, we may even just do a follow up episode and talk a little bit more about IGTV. Well, there's so many things changing all the time. So there's always things to talk about and touch on. So yeah, just let us know what questions you have. It really helps when you um, assist us with generating content that we know people are looking for. Definitely keep listening. We really appreciate everybody that's been listening to the podcast and all the comments and all the support. And uh, we're happy to do this for you guys. And we'll catch you in our next episode where we will dive in once again to some more video marketing topics. Thanks for listening. Catch you later. Thanks for listening to Watch Time. Make sure to subscribe and share the podcast and leave us feedback on today's episode. That's a wrap.